And now, the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And we're back again talking about episode 533, Something Blue, Part 1. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very exciting. We're, we're starting to round out uh, album 41, In Hot yeah. Pursuit, and our Connie and Mitch coverage. This is uh, Something Second Blue, Part 1 and 2. That's that's it, guys. What, what's the word? You said the... the um... This is the penultimate? Yes, the penultimate. No, pen. Oh, penultimate. Penultimate. Like... The penultimate episode of our Connie and Mitch coverage, which is Does, like, paper the mean? penultimate segment of our Novacom coverage. Yes. Because we after this, we still yeah, have the Eugene, Eugene Returns. returns. <laughs> it's very good. And... I started to panic when I was like, oh, no. Like, we just have something blue one and two, and then we're done? What, what do we do after that? And I was like, oh, wait, we still have three episodes of Eugene Returns. And we've we'll also, figure it out. We, 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 got, we got plans. Oh, yeah, we, we got, got plans, plans, folks. We'll, we'll probably... We don't even know. We'll probably address those in the next couple episodes. In the next but, episode. Yeah, maybe in the next episode. That would be a good spot. Bye, guys. It just means we gotta, we gotta lock it down. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, this episode first aired November 15th of 2003. Mm. nice fall episode and it's uh written and directed by kathy buchanan on, on a serious note here folks uh kathy buchanan's husband passed away this past weekend on friday in a motorcycle accident so that's, that's not good no that's rather unfortunate yeah and uh there is a uh a, a gofundme that i will be linking in the uh the show notes here but yeah yes so, so sorry she, to hear she, about that she wrote and directed this because it's connie and mitch and that's her thing that is so. her thing so Oof. yeah um all right uh you want to you want to cover some guest appearances here yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh yeah well, who do we got okay so we've got uh cory burton the man crying brian Dern, mm-hmm. everyone's yeah. favorite yes uh coming back in as uh philip bernstein Mm-hmm. Um, who is the second of the two uh, people to assess the compass. Mm-hmm. This is the one that is in a, uh, uh, what, what was it? Was it boxing class? With kick, a kickboxing, kickboxing class. Kickboxing, with, yeah. uh, with Janelle. Yeah. Um, so, so we get him playing another character. And then in one of the most interesting deep dives I've done, uh, there's a Ian Whitcomb is the guy who plays uh, Mr. Gossamer, okay. the first of the two. Yeah. Um, and and antiques people. Yeah. So this this is the guy who works for the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. Whitcomb was a British singer in the 60s and 70s with a song that had a that reached number eight on the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S. What song is that? It's called You Turn Me On. Hmm. And he ended up on this show. Uh-huh. And then after this show, from the between 2011 and 2014, he had he appeared in six adult videos. And that's all we're saying about that. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Another thing of note is that Mr. Gossamer's secretary is voiced by Kathy Buchanan. I know. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. And Bob Hoos is in as an FBI agent because, you know. Of course he is. Bob Hoos. 
I don't know which one he is. I really hope he's the one with the crazy accent. It's gotta be. <laughs> but but uh it's gotta but be. Whitcomb also plays an FBI agent. So <laughs> Alright, so before we get into more of the episode, let's roll that promo. On the next Adventures in Odyssey, romance is in the air when Connie visits Mitch in DC. But the FBI is what's on Mitch's mind. Welcome to the life of an FBI widow. Is this what life is going to be like with an FBI agent? How can their relationship possibly survive? But the biggest surprise is yet to come. You'll have to hear it to believe it on the next Adventures in Odyssey. The biggest surprise is that Mitch proposes and Connie says yes, as you could tell by the wedding music. Yeah. 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 Love is in the air. Love is in the air. That's the title of an episode as well. Yeah. Did we true. did we cover that episode? No. No, we didn't cover no, that. No, that's not Novacom. That's all we have done. We've been doing this podcast for a year. And, and it's all we all have been done Novacom. Novacom. <laughs> and one episode about a popsicle kid. Worth it. <laughs> totally worth it um so the episode picks up with mitch uh with in, really good score yes with really good score and then mitch and mitch in um a, like an fbi simulation uh he's like yeah it's like he's going through training some sort of simulation terrorist bad guy situation mitch yeah charges ahead when he should wait for backup he fails yep. the simulation, Orland smacks him on the wrist. <laughs> yeah. The FBI agent is very, like, or, like, the the, the, the bad guy is, mm-hmm. like, playing, like, he feels like a bad guy out of The Incredibles. Yeah, Like, yeah. he should just be, like, bomb voyage. Yeah, yeah, but like, exactly. It's, like, a, like, yeah. like somebody he's, from, like, a video game or something he's like weird. that. And we actually, we cut to the intro. Yes. Hi, this is Andrew, Andrew Sabu I mean, and I'd like you to join us for a time of humor and analysis and all kinds of other fun stuff. Are you ready? Well let's go for another episode of the Wadfam Chalkpod. find out that this is a simulation yeah yeah like it goes intro and then and then we're like uh what's what's going on what's what's this case mitch is working it's not it's a simulation it feels pretty like not real to be honest with you like i agree like i mean and i'm sure it's sound engineered to be that way yeah to, to make it sound like it's like in a room yeah but also i I don't believe that the FBI does trainings like this. No, I don't it think felt, they do at all. It felt like like an X-Men training or like or one like of those like hollow decks. Yeah, or, or like, like a training in like Call of Duty where you're like walking through a training facility and it's like ha 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 
that. And you like you have to shoot the pop up paper thing, like yeah. or like the couple of uh, episodes of the Clone Wars where they're on the clone planet. Training. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. It. I was like, I don't think this is how the FBI actually functions, but I don't. Know. I hope it's not. To be honest with you, yeah, a little bit. What are um, we up to these days? And so Borland kind of pulls Mitch aside and gives him a shakedown where he's yeah. like. You know, you need to follow protocol, stop, you know, going after people because of, you know, personal feelings and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is cool that there's a criticism of Mitch. Funny that the criticism is, Mitch, you're too nice of a guy. But also, like, they then continue to praise him and make him out to be the best agent ever over the rest of the episode. So, but he got a smack on the wrist here. He did. He did. Um. And then from here, we go to... Well, we do find out a little bit more in Mitch and Borland's talk. Oh, yes, This yes, is yes, where yeah. they're talking about Mitch wanting to... Go into anti-terrorism. Yeah, he wants to go to the International Law Enforcement Academy. Mm-hmm. In a Budapest. thing that exists. In real life? Yep. Oh. Uh, from the Wikipedia article. I, LEAs are international police academies administered by the U.S. Department of State, where the U.S. law enforcement can instruct local police for participating countries in counterterrorism, narcotics, interdiction, detection of fraudulent documents, and border control practices. Hmm. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, hey, we've got all the stuff. You guys want to come learn from us? Which, like, the... I don't know if you've ever seen the series Mindhunter. It's on Netflix. It's very good. Okay. Um, And the premise of a lot of that is it's set in like the 60s and it's two guys who are on the FBI going around to local police departments in the U.S. and training those people, like giving lectures and that sort of thing. And Hmm. so this feels like that, but internationally and a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, and, and to be honest, it's it's, it's a bit larger than life, like, as far as, like, it feels like the perfect thing that a character, like, or that Mitch's character would want to do, because it it is the closest thing to, like, a superhero, kind of, like, yeah. like it's, yeah. you yeah. kind of do everything, and, and Borland's asking him, like, you know, like, I would love to have you stay with me and work in forensics, like, yep. we, you know, we could really use you here, and then you would... But- he needs to go into anti-terrorism. Yeah, and he's like, well, I really want to go into anti-terrorism. Which and... I think counter-terrorism is the term. Yeah. Not anti-terrorism, but I'll give Mitch a pass. I think they use both Maybe in they the episode. Do. I think, yeah. which is Well, odd. yeah. Yeah, I think, I think both are mentioned. Um, but the whole thing with it is, like, it's already filled up. And they usually want people who have two years of field experience. But Borland's like, well, maybe they'd waive it for you. Which, mm-hmm. like, how good is, is Mitch? Mitch? Like, I realize he's got experience taking down Novacom. And, like, he worked as kind of, like, as an unofficial agent from within and stuff. But, like, two years of field experience with the FBI. Is very different than what he's been doing. Yeah. Which, I guess, was, I mean, I would say it was kind of, because he was working with the FBI before. With Novacom, wasn't he? No. Oh, no, no, he wasn't. No. He wasn't until they killed him. And Yeah, until killed. Yeah. Yes, until he was... air, air quotes that I cannot put in my voice, apparently. Um, so, <laughs> um, 
so then from here we go to um, Joanne and Connie, right? Yeah, well, we go to the Borland's home. Yeah, yeah. Um, where we get to see uh, Michaela again, mm-hmm. who is not Mike at all in this episode. No, no. They have leaned like, very that, hard. Like, that That has completely resolved itself. That is an overnight transformation she that is, is not at all acknowledged. no longer in a cast? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like she, or she was mentioned. in a sling before, but yes. She's now wearing a grass skirt made of weeds. Yeah. Which sounds terrifying. And very and, itchy. And they're having like a Hawaiian-themed yeah. evening. Yeah, there's a pineapple upside-down cake. Yep. With a little bit of grass in it. Yeah. Um, And, uh, and Borland is late for dinner. Of course. And so we have this discussion with... Um, with mrs borland janelle yeah janelle of of uh dirty computer fame <laughs> um uh, talking with joanne and connie about kind of like the 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 you know trials and tribulations of being a fbi wife um like him not coming home on time and then michaela chimes in and being like yeah but you get i'm sorry flowers and to which janelle is kind of like oddly shushy about which is well, weird no i get it like yeah it's I don't know. like yeah. like that's I that's one of those things that you like maybe keep more in the family than yeah. just being like yeah let's tell everyone about I'm sorry flowers but or like I don't know I just I'm, to me it could be a lot worse <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah and we so yeah she she says uh then Oh, she 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 says, uh, "Welcome to the life of an FBI widow." Yeah, yeah. Which is this whole idea that like Borland's never around. Yeah. Um, and then there's the whole um, discussion from that where it's like, well, like you know, kind of like, well, don't you ever get tired of it? Like he's never here. Like right. it, it's got to be so hard. And Janelle's really, really sweet, and she's like, yeah. yeah, but you know, it's it's tough and it's and and difficult sometimes. But like I do love him, and like yep. he loves his job, and I know that like he's doing a really cool thing by putting himself in danger to keep other people safe. And so I just have to remember the fact that like one, he's doing a good thing and two, I love him. So like that makes it worth it. And so I can, I can support him uh, even though sometimes it, well, more, more often than not, it negatively affects me. Yeah. And she, she also brings up a time that he was held hostage for two days and this whole this whole big thing exactly we also get a conversation between janelle and joanne where she's kind of questioning why joanne like is so set on donating this compass money yeah yeah um to the church right because she's like well just like take a vacation with Mm -hmm. jack like yeah that'll be that'll be good for you and she's just she's generally i don't know like we don't really Unless next episode completely proves me wrong, I don't know that we ever really learn anything about the Borland's faith or no, any no, of that. Not, I um, imagine. Which I appreciate the show for not like forcing in there. Yeah. Um, but this co- conversation made me kind of think, oh, like, oh, I wonder. They're I wonder not super religious, right? That kind of comes across like they're yeah, they're not yeah. not in it for that. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. Um, and Joanne just comes back and is just like, look, like, I love that church. I want to see it thrive. Like, yeah. I, it, it hurts me. And she, she's even talking, I think, I think later on, but she, she talks about the fact that like, 
in like by marrying Jack, it meant that she travels a lot less and doesn't get to have as active a role in these. Yeah, so I think that happens feels, later. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, right. I, I I said that. I said oh, I right. think this comes up later, but but yeah. It, so she she talks a little bit about you know she's very that. heavily invested in it and like and also like it's 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 a way that she can stay involved yeah. and yeah she she does really care about it um and so from there then we do we go back to mitch or well so th- this is when mitch, show, mitch, oh, mitch shows mitch shows yeah. up yeah borland comes in and then mitch, mitch is has basically like i gotta go he and connie step outside yeah because connie's and, disappointed that she can't st- or that he can't stay yeah yeah, so they have they have their conversation outside mm-hmm. where he he's got a legal exam the next morning and can't yeah. can't be like got has to get home and seems really surprised at like the amount that Connie's upset about this. Yeah, yeah, he's like, um, "Are you upset?" And Connie, the way that she responds is interesting because I thought she would say, "I like I'm not upset, I'm disappointed." kind of situation but she's kind of like well yeah a little bit and then she she goes outside and like a really actually good level of maturity is like you know like very real and open about her feelings and like actually i'm i'm you know i am disappointed in this i feel like we don't get to talk and like you know i like i I miss you and i want to see you and she or and like then mitch is talking about like you know I might get a nine to five desk job. Like that's what most people get unless yep, I it's end just up, these last two weeks. Yeah. It's just these that, last two weeks. Once be... I graduate training, it'll be better. Unless of course I get into the international, whatever police Academy is what you said. Or yeah. The ILEA. Yeah. Um, unless I get in there, then I'll have like, I'll, you know, travel a ton and be working weird hours, but he kind of glosses over that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to which Connie, I, I don't know if she finds real solace in that or is, is I think it's, I think it's upsetting to her. Like, yes. I don't think it's really super consoling in the moment. Um, no, she's not reassured by what yeah. he's telling her, which yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be. Good Lord. Mitch is kind of a jerk in this, at least. And I mean, he's not a jerk, but he's, he's very, very distracted. Yeah. And then, yeah. So we go from there to... Connie and Joanne going to get the compass evaluated at the Smithsonian at the Smithsonian kind of what we've been trying to get to for the last couple episodes and Janelle makes a comment earlier about not mm-hmm. being able to go and Connie's like oh I'll go there and yeah. like play hardball yeah and, you know yeah. really yeah not be silent cop um and so uh the um yeah so this guy at the Smithsonian mm-hmm is in a not mr gossamer right? yeah he he initially comes on like pretty excited about about it yeah and makes some like positive comments and then sees a uh, s insignia looks like it yeah and is like oh that means it's a replica it's worth about a hundred bucks get out of here yeah and it's it's really you know upsetting because he does really like build it up to be like oh like this is actually a good thing like look this needle looks authentic Yep. And Joanne is like visibly getting very excited, and then obviously he drops it off by being like, "No, like you know, this is really a it's a replica. It's of no value. The most you'll get is like a hundred bucks for it, you know, at a pawn shop or something like that." Right. And he's yeah. kind of like, "Get out of here!" And um, and Joanne's like obviously like very upset by this, and this is where we get like actually a very 
interesting dialogue between Joanne and Connie about like mm-hmm. Joanne being disappointed because she really cares about these people and wants to give them like she wants to help them repair it, but it's also like her identity is weird because she yeah. was so connected to this church and like uh, the ability to um to help this church that she cares about is like so much a part of her and if she can't do that she feels like she's less yeah good or less valuable and she's also like all that's also tied up in her feeling ridiculous for having driven, driven this all the whole way, way yeah. to do this like it's a waste of time right well yeah i mean she there's no way she didn't spend more than a hundred dollars to get oh yeah to oh, get yeah. there it's and definitely back. definitely so, a net loss yeah um and and connie's really good about it like once again like connie's like super reassuring and comforting is like you know, you do so much good in Odyssey. Like, like it, just because you can't do this right now doesn't mean that you aren't doing good ministry. Like, she, she brings up like a single mom's ministry and teaching Sunday school and being a good husband or being good husband, being good for her husband and yeah. wit and stuff. And Joanne is then kind of reveals a bit more of her yeah. backstory where she's like, "Well, I knew when I was getting married, like I was gonna have to give up my kind of gallivanting days of ministry." And she comes, but she, this seems like a turning point where she's now viewing this in a more positive light. Yeah. Like, up until then, she's kind of bemoaning all this stuff, and then Connie makes that point. She's like, well, yeah, like, I did feel called to, you know, at this point in my life, minister to support Jack. Like, yeah. that's, exactly. you know, be an odyssey, not not go around doing all this other stuff. Yeah, she, what she says, like, support Jack and minister to wit. Because yeah. Wit is obviously a good friend of hers. Yeah. Um, which is really good. And then, because that's also, that then kind of plays into um, Connie's experience previously where it's like, well, having this, you can still be doing a good thing by playing a very background or supporting role yep. um, of other people. And so Connie kind of then turns it into, oh, well, you know, I... Maybe this is what like God wants me to do for Mitch, and like maybe like this is how this works. It's just right. that like I can give it up to support Mitch because yeah, yeah. It's similar to the well, yeah, because Connie's just kind of like, oh, I don't have anything going on. Like maybe yeah. maybe my role is to support Mitch. Yeah. Similar to a few episodes back when jo- Joanne's like, well, we solved it by getting married, and Connie's yeah. kind of like, oh. And here again, she's like, oh, like, kind of reading into seeing someone else's relationship and how it works and being like, oh, well, like, that's how mine also should function. Yeah, it's okay to give it up and and go for that, like, which, yeah. Yeah. And so she, she gets, she also gets flowers from Mitch. Yeah. um, Her first. She gets, I'm sorry, sorry, flowers. And we have a conversation where Joanne's kind of talking about how rough this whole thing was with Janelle. Mm-hmm. And Janelle's like, well, let me, like, I've got a friend who deals in this sort of thing. Like, let me have him yeah. reassess it and, yeah. and come back to you and whatnot. Um, yeah. And then we go to a scene of uh, Mitch coming into his apartment to yeah. find Connie there. This is a great scene. She has uh, gotten his schedule from the FBI somehow and then climbed... From the college, I guess, or from... Yeah. Yeah. And then climbed into his apartment through a balcony. 
Yeah. Um, through the lower story's balcony and then stacks lawn furniture to climb up with groceries and a blender. Yeah. Which, couldn't she have just climbed up and then unlocked the door and then taken it up the... Yeah. Yeah. The sad thing is is that I listened to the episode twice and it was only the second time around that I realized (laughs) that that was an option. Yeah, I, I immediately was like, you didn't do this the right way, Connie. It wasn't boarded up. And that's the difference between you and me, Dylan. But, <laughs> I was like, but, oh, you know, you gotta do that. But yeah, so she, she sets up this whole this whole meal um, that, is it? that Mitch refers to as Betty Crocker meets Dr. Seuss. Yeah, what is it? Uh, something... Everything ends in A. So yeah. it's a souffle. It's what? Artichoke souffle. Yeah. And something flam- green bean flambe. Green, be- green bean flambe. Um the, the centerpiece is a, is modeled after a Monet. Yeah, there's so sorbet, sorbet for, for dessert. dessert. I think there's another one, isn't there? There is another one. I'm trying to see if it's flambe. if it's referenced in here. Uh, nope, it's not in the quote section. Good lord, what is it? But there's a third. I keep. Yeah, it's fine. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so she comes in and sets all this up for uh for mitch and mitch comes home and she's like you're late and mitch is like well no i'm not we didn't have a set time and she then explains that she how she had done all this stuff and, and had like reheated it three yeah, times yeah and, and um she did his wash yeah um which was supposed to be dry cleaned yeah and of course it's it's another thing of connie just having the best intentions and completely botching the thing yeah which she makes a paper mache mountain scene out of his laundry basket yeah in his bedroom yeah this is this is on an unfortunate like kind of trope with connie yeah um but but yeah she did a great job with dinner it seemed like yeah oh although although it is later revealed that she forgot the top on the blender so there's stuff on the ceiling right yep (laughs) Um, and mitch burns his mouth on yeah. the flambe yeah and there's which how is it still on fire I, I, presumably they are soaking in alcohol <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's bad um it's but rough. i do like her whole her whole rhyme scheme thing yeah and it's super um, cute because she gets a candle display and she decorates yeah. and is like yeah it's so sweet and like mitch comes in and he's like oh sorry like i had you know I was I stayed late working on this report, this like super long foren- this forensics report, something like that. Yeah, um, some report. And she's like, oh, like a you know, I'd love to hear about it over dinner and stuff. And yeah. then she sit, then they sit down, and, and yeah. things yeah. go south from there. Yeah, yeah. And then she was she was she's talking the next because that's kind of where that ends. Like yeah. it's him burning his mouth, and then we kind of cut away. No, it, he burns his mouth. And then she gives him right. water to drink from the candle display. Correct. And can, and it's on fire, and there's all that. And then Connie goes to get him more water and then spills water all over his file. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the water on the file. Jeez. Which is a big yeah. deal. And then... Yep. And that's where we cut away? Yeah. 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 It's, like, very, leave, very damp. Leave yeah. the scene. Hectic. Um, Audio engineering is pretty good, though. Yeah, it is. It is well engineered. And then we get... I, I, Kathy Buchanan must have just had the most fun yeah. writing yeah. this next bit because it's Connie recapping the night for Joanne. Yeah. And she goes, 
you know, she, she starts out, you know, it was awful. I worked all day on the souffle. Then he burned his mouth on the flambe. So I said to drink the Monet display, but he said, no way. We never even got to the, the sorbet. sorbet. And then Joanne says, bad day. Yeah. And Janelle says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... It's so oh, good. Like, it's I'm like, so oh, good. I would love to... Like, that's that's the sort of thing that's just got to be fun for, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And oh. then uh, Bernstein shows up. Yeah, Bernstein shows up, which he reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Mr. Holstein from, like, Holstein's books. Oh, that interesting. That whole bit with Katrina and stuff. Yeah. It's a Holstein's books, and yeah, I have yeah. big books and little books. And the, like, the thing with Holstein is, it feels like a real accent. Yeah, Bernstein feels like he is a man putting on an accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. Well, it's it's two opposite sides of the coin. So one feels like a caricature, and the other right. feels like a really just it's an actor using an accent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, and so yeah, and so we go to. Um, the second antique appraisal, right? Yeah. yeah, and so and so Bernstein comes in. Janelle explains how they met. They show him the compass, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll give you twelve thousand dollars for it right here on the spot." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, There's... that's an expensive compass. <laughs> that is an expensive compass. Also, they were just told that it was worth nothing, a hundred bucks, like yeah. maybe. And this is twelve thousand dollars that's a lot more than that that's that's so much and then but. they do um the whole like and then jo- like the thing is joanne's like well yeah if it's as valuable as you say that'd be great and to which the guy replies didn't i just say that i'm the expert <laughs> like take my money darn it <laughs> yeah woman it's it's funny it's um, really so good. yeah so connie's gonna have the money to mm-hmm. joanne is going to have the money yeah, uh, Connie gets none of it, but yeah, Joanne's gonna get the money to to build to build this. the church. Yeah, rebuild the church, which is awesome. Yeah, which is really great. Um, and then Borland comes in, mm-hmm. and he what he brings up the fact that, or he was there, but he walks out of a room or something. Yeah, regardless, yeah, yeah. he finds out that and tells everyone that um, Mitch got the. Uh, position with the LEA in Budapest, right? Which is where's where's Budapest? Uh, Hungary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, or like Brussels, maybe. No, Brussels, Brussels is, is in a country. But Brussels is a is a town. Turkey, Brussels. Turkey. I'm gonna be right with Hungary, but we'll we'll Google it anyways. A uh, Hungary, you're right. Don't Dylan was right. Andrew. Dylan was right. Can can we release those T-shirts? Will you make? Dylan those was right. Yeah, I'll gladly make those T-shirts. Uh, um, yeah, and so Connie, like, basically, well, and so Borland, she's like, oh man, like nine. The, these past sixteen weeks have been really hard with mm-hmm. with Mitch being here. Which is like, oh, 16 weeks. Good to know. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then. She was like, I don't even know how I'd do another 16 with him being in, in Budapest. And and Borland's like, 16, you know, it would be two years. Yeah, it would be um, two years of him being gone. And so Connie runs out and runs into Mitch. Yep. 
he's like, all right, I'm going to go have this conversation. Yeah. And in like classic soap opera style, she walks yeah. in and starts yelling at him about mm. something that he doesn't know about yet mm-hmm. because he hasn't found out the news. That and, he got accepted. Right. And this is news that he is excited about. So yeah. So it's like awkward for like, that Like, how reason. could you? And he's like, how could I do what? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Did I miss an anniversary? Yeah. Yeah. Poor Mitch. Yeah. And then... Yeah, so she's she, like Connie's super upset at Mitch, yep. and yeah. then and he's like he's like, well, what if we got married? The yeah, like what FBI if you came would with let me? me right would let me take like we would be allowed to come on if you were my wife. Yeah, we would have like the downtime to spend together, like yeah. that sort of thing. It won't be as crazy as this. Um, and so Connie's like, oh. Okay, <laughs> like let's sure let's, let's do this thing. And Sounds like, like a well, plan. Well, like it's I have to leave Wednesday, and she's like, okay, well then we gotta like do it now, like three days from now. Yeah, and we go out on the music, on like the wedding bell music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, what a climax! Yeah, it happened. So, there was a proposal that she turned she, down. Right. Now, now she is, says now yes. There's a pro- she turned down a proposal. Then we had a long period of strife in which they were at odds with each other, and now she has accepted a proposal. <laughs> exactly. Because that's how you solve problems, folks. Yeah, oh, that makes a lot of logical sense. But like you can see, like they do a really good job of setting up the steps. Oh no, and totally. Yeah, you can see the parallels between what Joanne did and yeah, what, what the Connie's now her. doing. She's thinking like this. And, like, this could be a thing. Yeah. And you know, like I, uh, as much as I'm against it, like I, I'm. I think if Connie had spent more time thinking about what starting over would entail, because there's there's more to it than just like getting married in a rushed fashion is a bad idea for you as a like, as for your relationship, but also, like. What does it mean to move to another country where you know literally nobody and and make like new <laughs> friends and don't speak the language and you're you know your husband's in the... yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I believe it's Hungarian it's <laughs> uh, funny yeah but but yeah yeah so she's definitely rushing into it yeah. um but I the yeah go for it. Um, I had a I had a I had a bit of a thought like and I don't know if I've addressed it yet but the idea that like what Connie is, seems to be searching for is like the silver bullet as to what to do with her life is like really I I I don't know if it's addressed as the wrong way to go about it because it feels it feels like she's searching for like the exact scenario that God wants, like there's 60 cards or something like that, and there's yep. only one of them that God likes. Yeah. And and what we get out of that is her like constantly questioning herself and not knowing if she's doing the right thing. And it's a trap yeah. that I myself fall into oh, all yeah. the time where it's Me like, too. am I doing the best thing? Because... Yeah. Well, and I think we, we talked about it back yeah. in like the Frank's Breakfast Inn era where yeah. we're like, Maybe God's will is not a specific path that you can't deviate from. Maybe just like trusting in him. Yeah. Following what he has laid out for you 
means you're existing in his will. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe it's more of a spectrum or yeah. like the path is wide and there are multiple paths that still yeah. align with God's will for you. Yeah, and, and not maybe like God he's didn't got... like ordain what you're going to eat for breakfast tomorrow morning. Like, right. like yeah. oh boy. Um, yeah, it's it it's good though. Like it, it feels like a very realistic episode, yep. which I will say like last episode was very good in that and this episode is the same. Yeah. So yeah, especially after getting off of our two more like TV, jokey tv yeah episodes more tropey oh, yeah. i would say yeah you uh, got you got any other thoughts for the episode because no I'm, no i'm i'm, I'm, I'm ready i'm to... plum tuckered out i've i've uh i've shared my piece my tie is too tight and it's time it's time yeah yeah that so that that brings us to the conclusion of this episode um anything you want to plug no not not right now no sorry I'm also plugging nothing, so uh, so that's it for, for our conversation, and we will be back in a week to talk about Something Blue, part two. The final Mitch episode. That we're covering. That we're covering. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Sorry, Cassie. Aw. Rest in peace. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadfamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadfamChalkPod at gmail.com. Episode 39, Something Blue Part 1, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Hammerstick. Hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.